April of 2020, when I very first arrived in the UK. If you remember that time, it was when COVID had first taken over the world and the UK was in its very first lockdown. So, grab a glass of wine, a cup of coffee, or a glass of your favorite beverage, pull up a chair, and have a listen, and welcome to my take on the world. Like I said, I'm going to take you back to April of 2020. When I first wrote a blog on my initial experiences here in Britain, I was very American. To be fair, I'm still very American, and Andrew does still tend to remind me of that. Apparently, my very Americanness became even more evident when I first arrived here in the UK. According to Andrew, I became even more American when I was around other British people besides him. I've been here for nearly three years now, so I've basically settled into the British way of life. Let me tell you, though, it has not always been smooth sailing. Take, for instance, my very first day here in England. The picture this. I had just arrived at Heathrow Airport, and like most people do, we had to take the underground into central London. That's totally fine. I'd never really been on a subway or anything like that in the States, so I was really excited for my first experience. And everything went totally fine at Heathrow when we caught the tube, as they call it over here, and settled in for the long ride into the city. The issue came... When we got off the underground at King's Cross Station. And what you may not know, if you're not familiar with the underground in London, is that in order to get on or off the trains, you have to go through gate-like turnstiles. So I walked up to the turnstile, ticket in one hand, dragging my bag behind me in the other. I inserted my ticket into the machine, and the gate opened. All sounds fine, right? Well, I took two steps through, and the wheels of my bag caught the edge of the gate, and the next thing I knew, I couldn't move. The gate had quite literally closed on my ass. My hand was still behind me, gripping my case. My backpack was wedged over the top of the gate, and I didn't know what to do. I was completely stuck. Thankfully, Andrew was able to not laugh too hard, and he came to my rescue. He lifted my backpack over the top and pushed me through the gate. Then he was able to allow himself to laugh. And once he stopped laughing, he came through the gate himself. With the ever encouraging words of the attendant, use the bigger gate next time, we walked off hand in hand, still laughing. And that was just the first day of me being here in the UK. After that first day, I did find a few other things that I needed to acclimatize myself to. For example, the coffee. Like so many Americans, I tend to drink copious amounts of coffee. When I was still in the States, I would make a full pot of coffee each morning, just for myself, and I would make it pretty strong. So imagine my surprise when I was offered a cup of coffee on my first day here, 
and it was followed by heating up the kettle and spooning some coffee into a mug. Definitely not what I expected. However, you'll be pleased to know I have found myself accustomed to the flavor of instant coffee, even if after all this time, I still make it stronger than Andrew does. Andrew and I like to talk about how so many things between Britain and America are similar yet different. Even now, after three years of living together, we still have these conversations because there's so many things that are like that. And food is definitely one of those things. Take, for instance, the Doritos over here. They're here, they're Doritos, but they're not the same flavors that are in the States. That isn't to say I haven't found a flavor that I like. I actually found at least one that I like very much. During my time here in lockdown, I was introduced to steak and kidney pie, sausage rolls, pork pies, pasties, crumpets, and toasted tea cakes. And of course, in the last few years, I've been introduced to many more British foods than that. And I have yet to find one that I don't like. Oh, wait, that's not simply true. Black pudding, that's one thing I can't seem to get on board with. But that, that's a story for another time. One of the things that I really struggled with when I first came over here, and still do to be fair, is the money here, the currency. The notes aren't the issue. Uh, they have fives, tens, and twenties, just like in the States. So that's not a problem. And to be fair, so many of us don't really use cash that often right now anyway. But when you get into the coins, that's where my struggle really comes into play. One pound coins, two pence coins, 20 pence, etc. It's a lot to try and figure out. Unless, of course, you want to stand at a checkout and read each individual coin as you're trying to pay. I'm sure I'll figure it out at some point, though. Maybe? Even now, I'm still very American, of course. Even if someone can't tell right away, all it takes is me speaking to them for them to know the truth. Sometimes this makes someone smile, or I'll get a furrowed brow of confusion. I'm still not sure if that brow furrow is them trying to figure out what an all-American girl like me is doing here in the UK, or if sometimes they're just trying to figure out what the hell I'm saying. Either way, I tend to flash them a smile and go on my way. And I know now, after being here for so long, the exact same thing I knew the very first time I was over here. The reality is, that no matter how long I'm here in Britain, no matter how acclimatized I become to the way of life here, Andrew and I are in full agreement that I will always remain and always will be very American. I hope you enjoyed this story of my first experiences here in the UK. They still make me laugh when I think about them now. There's so many instances like that Heathrow one that I look back on now and I have to smile. It's just the reality of when you move to a new country. And if you watch this space, there'll probably be more stories about my life becoming acclimatized to British life. Thanks for listening. 
and thanks for being a part of my take on the world.